Welcome to the main event, brought to you by Second Opinion Productions. Gaming is our passion, podcasting is our profession. Powered by Cineleaks.com. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the main event podcast, brought to you by Second Opinion Productions, the Second Opinion Podcast. This is a bonus episode of the Second Opinion Podcast. I'm joined by my partner in crime, Bolts. What's up, bro? how you doing bro i'm good man how are you sir it is we had a long day doing stuff but we're here to record our reactions to raw and smackdown pretty strange week for both shows so let's go ahead and get down into it of course they're beating a dead horse monday night raw (laughs) broad Strowman, drew mcintyre Dolph ziggler Come out and they talk about, oh, my God, you know. <sighs> we told you so. We told you we were going to break the shield. We did what we had to do. Blah, blah, blah. And, of course, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins came out and did a little uh, encounter or interaction with him. Uh, and there was no lunatic fringe. He wasn't out there with him. No Dean Ambrose. No Dean Ambrose. So... Um, little crazy, but that led into a match between Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre. And Seth Rollins won by countout. Qualifying for the World Cup, which for some reason is still going on in Saudi Arabia after all the shit that's going on right now. Too much money, man. <laughs> so I'm just saying, it's going to be it's too like, much hey, money. We cut up, you know, we, we kill journalists. But damn, let's keep the WWE pay-per-view going. Um, but anyway, so yeah, bro, that was a crazy match. Drew McIntyre is coming into his own, as I said, and as you said, freaking nuts, man. Um, I don't know. What'd you think? Pretty good match. Oh yeah. Yeah. It wasn't bad at all. It wasn't bad at all. Dolph Ziggler came in trying to save the day. Uh Um, of course, you know, and then Roman Reigns and all that jazz. Yeah. And then it also does say, just to let you guys know exactly what happened, all this is, you know, cited by CBSSports.com. Forward slash WWE. Rollins then hit a curb stomp, blah, 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 blah. Later on uh, backstage, Ambrose took issues with Rollins saying he's always shows up as a lunatic or shows up on lunatic time. And pretty much later on in the show, State said he doesn't, he, maybe I don't want to be a lunatic anymore. So, my boy Ambrose. Starting in on his own. Maybe we're going to see a championship bout with him. I'm down. Uh, then after that, we move into Ziggler versus Ambrose. Um, and Ziggler wins via pinfall. What did you think about that one, Bolt? It was another good match. Another great match. Which Ziggler, I've said it, is um, fantastic. Uh, Ziggler is, is really, really awesome. And uh, I think that he is, I don't know, bro. I, I think that he, I think Ziggler, I think Ziggler is a great in-ring talent. And I will say that he does what he has to do when he has to do it. But at the same time, I still would like to see him as a champion. Because I think he does a really good job on Mike as well. So, um, but I mean, for real, there's a total of like three matches that all wrap around the same exact thing. Well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
So then you move from that because Ziggler defeated Ambrose and he's going to a World Cup. Um, then you move into the Shield versus the Dog of War or the Dogs of War, which again, the Shield versus Dean Ambrose, Braun Strowman, Drew McIntyre. It's ridiculous. Um, now the good thing about that is that Strowman, uh, gets fed up with his teammates. Um, and the breakdown really starts to happen. Um, I had said this a multitude of times and bolts pretty much said the same exact thing that we wanted to see both of these teams start out structurally sound and then eventually move into a total breakdown of these teams uh not with just the shield but also with also with the dogs of war you know which is just a dumbass name stupid name anyways but um it's like i said it's really i don't know dude it's it's totally overplayed but i do like the way things played out um because uh drew mac drew mcintyre came across and gave that what is it? What is it called? Claymore, Claymore kick, Claymore kick straight to your boy Braun Strowman. And dude, I'm gonna tell you, Rumble in the freaking jungle, bro. Those yeah, two Strowman giant Clyde's. Strowman oh, would whoop his ass. But still, it's just it would be awesome to see both. It, you know, it's, it's sad. You know, Drew McIntyre's a big man. Yeah, but he, when he stands next to Strowman, he still looks like a little boy. Yeah, it's it's unreal. Yeah, how I think he, it's more or less like I think they're the same height, but like Strowman's just like he's corn fed. He's just a he's a big son of a yeah, bitch. Yeah. Well, then, uh, as you guys know, we did talk about the the Bella Twins turning on Ronda Rousey this previous uh, this previous week. Um, and they came out and, you know, did what they did and they come out and talk, you know, Ronda Rousey basically is like, you know, I, I, I tried to be nice and I tried to be y'all's friend and this is how y'all treated me and blah, 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 blah. And then Nikki was like, you know, we created, we did everything that needed to be done in the divas era. We did everything. If it wasn't for us, the divas era wouldn't even been an error and blah, 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 blah. Well, then Ronda gets to the point of saying the only thing you impressed me with was how far you were able to go um, with the absolute minimal amount of talent. You leached off the names of your men. You plagiarized their movesets. You're not pioneers. You're calluses. You're a relic of the past waiting um, for <laughs> waiting to die, basically, you know, like smallpox. Right. Um, Rhonda then responded to Brie Bella's claim of her being jealous, of uh, stating the only doors that you ever knocked down were John Cena's bedroom doors, and he threw you out eventually. Which I, was, I loved it, bro. bro. Bro, Ronda Rousey, whenever she finally got over her little little nicest thing, it started to get nasty on the mic. It, it, it turned for a great, great, great enter entertainment viewing. Man. I was really mad at first because I was like, why is she being so nice, bro? Like, they just attacked her and made her look like a fool. That's not the Ronda Rousey that we know. That's it. You know, she needs to come out here mean face, mean mug, all this other stuff. Uh, and then whenever she got to that point of, like, spitting those words on the mic, then I got really excited. I was like, this shit, this is what I'm talking about. This is how Ronda Rousey needs to be all the time. 
But I tell you what, you know how they have the mix max, mix match tag teams and yeah. stuff like that. Strowman or Rousey as a team. Oh yeah, <laughs> that would be awesome. Which I think, what is it now? It's Alexa Bliss and and uh, Strowman. They're like is the it? dream team. Yeah. Is it? Oh mm-hmm. wow. Um, but anyway, so uh, Bree and Nikki kind of you know came down towards the ring and a bunch of security guards came out, a bunch of dudes and Ronda, you know, judo threw them and all this stuff. So I thought that was a little, eh, okay. But I thought the, the point of like her talking all that shit to Nikki and being like, you know, the only, the only bedroom, the only doors that you ever knocked down was John Cena's bedroom. I was like, hell yeah, bro. This is what I'm talking about. And I got to admit though, too, like, the Bellas, like, we all know this is acting, but the Bellas, they sold that shit, dude. Like, she she had those, like, that mad look on her face, and you kind of looked like it looked like she was getting a little teary-eyed, like, bitch, who are you talking to? Right. I loved it, bro. Uh, I'm telling you. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Interaction between them three were really good. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Oh, man. So ridiculous. Um, no, no, no. This actually isn't ridiculous. This was amazing. So, so amazing. Uh, D-Generation X the previous week came out and like, we're back. Uh, blah, blah, blah. We got two words for you. Then the Brothers Destruction came out with an old school style response video. And bro, I wish they would start bringing them back. Oh, yeah. Dude. I don't know about you, but dude, like in ring on Mike Talent, that's cool, bro. But like, let's start seeing instead of like behind the scenes like hey i'm standing backstage and we're talking cut some damn promos bro that's the difference between this and like new japan wrestling and even nxt i swear to god if i can remember right nxt does some of these like um cinematic promos well well they're going they're going back to their heydays the 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 mid 90s to mid 2000s that that 10 years from 95 to 05 was was hands down probably the the best decade of wrestling there has ever been yeah and it, it you know it, it it goes back to you to your Kane to your Undertaker to your to your DX to you know on on SmackDown with with Steve Austin and Rock and Evolution and I mean it was just there was so much going on so much showmanship you know there it feels like back then they cared a lot more about what they were doing as far yeah. as what they're doing now you yeah. know put a show on the for the fans because that's what the fans are there for is that show. I agree. I agree. And uh, I think that I think it was definitely. Oh, shit. I think it was definitely a show. I think it was definitely something that just like, man, it had me shook, dude. I was like, this is this is what I want to see return to the WWE is like really well written cinematic response videos and hype videos for different. Right. Events. And, 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 and the, the, one of the biggest things that they're lacking right now is the the people that can that can act on the mic like yeah. the Undertaker and the Triple H's and the and the Brett Mott and, and the Brett Mott and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, it's and hey and one more thing before we bounce off of this. Kane better shave his little ginger curly cues coming off his chest, homie. <laughs> That's getting rough, dog. <laughs> well I actually agree with somebody that said something on Twitter. It's like, man, if Kane was coming back and it was like this classic thing. Why didn't he try to do some something different with his mask? Because I hate I hate his mask, dude. Oh, see, I like it. Uh, no, nah, bro, I hate it. Like I loved original Kane. No, and no, even, I, I love the original Kane. What mask. was the one in two thousand three? Like he didn't have 
like it was like the one right before he had it to where his mouth was shown. Um, I can't remember, but it was awesome. I, lo I love that mask. You talking about the, the like the full red and black mask you used to wear? Yeah. Oh, there was that one, which was the one that he originally started out with, but then there was like an updated one in like 2000 something, and it was. Um, I don't know. It was a little bit more kind of like slimmed down as a mask. But I just really like that one. This one, I've never really, I don't know. I've never really liked it. It, it seems cheap and I don't know. That's just me. Um, which it's weird anyways, because you know there's like hair attached to that mask. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah so I had to think about what you're talking about. I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? But yeah. Basically has like a wig on or whatever. Anyways, all right, so moving on from that, Ember Moon and Nia Jax defeat Dana Brooke and Tamina Snuka. Snuka. Sorry. I always Snuka. say that wrong. Snuka is back. You know her dad was Jimmy Fly Snuka. Yeah. Um, and yep. uh, she is back. I think she had actually taken some time off. She got married and I think maybe had a kid. I don't know, but she took a little good chunk of time off. October 28th, Evolution pay-per-view happens, and this was kind of a hype-up event for the Royal Rumble that is going to be happening there. Um, and basically, Ember Moon, Nia Jax beat all these people, and it was a cool match, but it wasn't anything to really get like super hyped up about, I guess. Right. Um, it was cool to see... Hang on real quick. Bolt's showing me the masks. This one right here. Yep, that's the one I knew yeah. you were talking about. Yep, that's it. I love that one, bro. I mean, this, uh, the, I think that was in 2003, 2004 or so. This one was weird. Yeah, that's the mask he, that's the mask he started wearing after he finally showed his face. Yeah. Um, but, anyways, <clears throat> so, it was a match. I don't know. It wasn't like extremely exciting. Um, then you had Finn Balor um, facing off against Jinder Mahal. Um, and Finn Balor beat Jinder Mahal. Um, Finn Balor's the man. I wish they would give him his shot again. It's past that point. I know it is. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But also, once again, I wish he'd go back to the demon more than he does. <laughs> it, was making any, it, it doesn't make any sense why they haven't done that yet. So I don't know, bro. I really don't. Unless um, he's allergic to the makeup and what's in, with the ingredients inside the makeup and he breaks out really bad. <laughs> I don't really know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, then uh, Bobby Lashley's hype-up man got him all hyped up and said he needs to come out there and show his dominating power and beat somebody. <laughs> My name is Tyler Breeze. I, I got Tyler Breeze out there and did it. did a real quick match. I guess it was just the fact that Tyler Breeze hasn't been on camera in a while. Like, just go out there and get it as a squash match. There you go. Um, then you move into Trish Stratus and Lita. Um, kind of have a couple of words back and forth with Alexa Bliss and Mickey James. You got anything to say about this? No, I, I, I don't want to see. I, as much as I love Kane and the Undertaker, I'm tired of seeing old wrestlers wrestle. Yeah. You know, you're, you're in your 40s and 50s. It's kind of hard for you to move across the ring, homies. And it's yeah. just not very entertaining. So, yeah. I, I, and, and don't get me wrong, I, I I love Lita with the best of them, but I, I don't want to see it. Oh, Lee, I'm the honor of the lot. I'm sorry, guys. 
we're recording this at like 11 o'clock at night. So, anyways, so then after that, the AOP is basically ordered to do a handicap match with the Conquistador, aka Kurt Angle. Um, he showed up in a Hawaiian t-shirt. Corbin reminded him, uh, reminded him uh, that it had been 12 years since his last WWE single match and arranged for a two-on-one bout uh, to help Angle prepare for the World Cup. Um, well, then what happened is the AOP went out there, totally destroyed the Conquistador, took his mask off. It wasn't him. Angle snuck up behind Corbin and hit him with an angle slam. Really awesome. Oh, yeah. 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 And... and, and- and it goes back to the older wrestlers. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of watching them wrestle, but I like Kurt Angle's presence. You yeah. know, his he because because at, at the same time, you know, he's one of the he's he was probably one of the better in ring talents that's ever stepped foot in the, in oh, the square, yeah. man. Yeah, no so, offense, but um, um, and then also I love like the get up that they had him in. Oh yeah, <laughs> my god, dude, what was that? What was that? movie about the guy that had the island and had all the like the deformed people and stuff that he made oh the island of dr monroe doc he looked like dr monroe bro <laughs> he had the hat and all that. <laughs> you think about it now you're like hell yeah that was dr monroe oh oh man that was one of marlon brando's last films too yeah it was a weird ass film uh anyways uh natalia then defeats ruby riot in disqualification uh, natalia go away ruby riot why are you even losing in this i don't know uh i have no clue this sarah logan forced wearing. the disqualification by breaking up natalia's sharpshooter attempt on riot um and after the melee ensued bailey and sasha banks rallied to help natalia what are they doing, bro? What are they doing with two of the best females in the in, in the WWE right now? Bro, I don't know. Bailey and Sasha are just like there. I don't know what they're doing. It's, it's so crazy. Elias interrupted by Apollo Cruz. Apollo Cruz hadn't seen him in a bit. Comes out there, gets triggered, does a couple of little ba 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 beats him up, whatever, removes his coat and attacks him. It's crazy, bro. Should never interrupt Elias. It's sickening what they do. What does WWE stand for? Walk with Elias. That was such a great thing. All right, so we're going to go ahead and move down into the main topic of discussion tonight. SmackDown Live. All right, so this is the 1,000th episode of SmackDown Live, and they celebrated it with truth TV, our truth, and Carmilla came out to the ring, and I have to say, Carmilla looked beautiful, bro. She looked gorgeous. Yeah, she was pretty. Whatever. Anyways, so then, not only did we see the commissioner himself, Shane McMahon, then we saw Stephanie McMahon, and then the man, the myth, no the chance. legend, yeah. no chance at all. Mr. Man came down, was talking about, you know, a thousandth episode, all this other stuff. Kind of more or less just a gimmicky thing, but led down into the, what is it, the dance minute? Yeah. And all of them were out there dancing. It was really goofy, but it was funny. It was a it good, was good, it was good to, to see all three of them out there. Yeah, yeah. It was it was cool. It was a little dance break, and they all got down. So I thought that was, I thought that was really funny. Um, then we see the Usos come out, and they face off against AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan. Um, surprisingly, the Usos defeated AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. Um, so Styles shoved Bryan right into a super kick from the Usos before eating one of his own, giving the Usos a win. 
What'd you think? Uh, it was a good match. Um, I, I, I really liked the Usos. Um, if, you know, when we continue later on in the conversation. Yeah. Um, Usos, great, great tag team. Um, I, I really like them. Yeah. And, of course, too. AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan, you know, they're... The Two few. long-haired white guys. That's it. Yep. Um, well, then we had a little GM... GM get together back on the back. We saw Paige talking with Vicky Guerrero. And then we also saw the man himself, Teddy Long, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then we saw John Leonidas as well. Um, and it's pretty crazy. It was cool to see them all together celebrating That's the it. thousandth episode. That's so, it. you know. Um, Evolution reunion gets a little bit heated. Uh, the, from the familiar Evolution theme song played you know rick flair triple h randy orton batista all come out they start talking about it being the evolution and we've done this and we've done this and we did this and we did that really cool your boy randy orton was back in his classic attire he used to wear randy orton's a big motherfucker he is bro i mean you're he stands up against triple h now triple h is not tall by any means no but still but 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 back in the day just imagine when triple h was swole and Randy Orton's still that size. The same way thing. The same thing with Batista. Batista yeah. was huge back in the day during the Evolution, and Randy Orton towers above them all. He, I mean, he's just <laughs> God. Randy Orton's the man. I, I, I love care. Randy. I Orton. do too, man. Oh my God, bro. Um, and what's what we were mainly laughing about is. So they come out there, they do their thing, they're talking about evolution, this and this and this, and then you have B- Batista over there, he starts talking about Triple H, he's like, he's done everything. He's done everything for this business. I've never seen someone do more for this business than what this man has done. He's sacrificed everything, he's done this, he's done this, blah, blah, blah. Well then, you see Batista kind of turn, he's like, I think the only thing he hasn't done was beat me. And then everybody starts kind of like, everybody's like, oh, yeah, shit. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Well, then, you know, you're like, okay. And you kind of see Triple H kind of look at him with a little smirk on his face. But Batista gets super straight-faced. And then what's hilarious about it is that they're both <laughs> staring at each other. Uh, Randy Orton. Each other like crazy. And Randy Orton is behind him like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Smiling and all this other stuff. But it was just crazy to see them. See them all out there at the same time, and you know you see your boy Ric Flair wearing a suit that's like four times too big for him. Uh, <laughs> it probably costs about forty thousand dollars. Yeah, um, it was just it was super crazy, man. I loved it. I would love. I mean, and he's obviously maybe hinting to one last match. Who? I don't know. Batista. Oh, I thought you were just said Ric Flair. I was like, no. Uh yeah. No. Come on, bro. <laughs> Um, no, man. Uh, I think it would be awesome to see Batista come back. Well, you know, with match. you know, with uh, Undertaker um, and all them. Well, not even that. Um, who's a, who's the who did they kick off from directing uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy? Was it was oh, it James, James Gunn? Gunn? You know, with James Gunn being gone, Batista says, "Hey, I'm not going to be in a movie with if he's not there." Yeah, maybe he goes back to wrestling. Yeah. So, well, I know James Gunn did get picked up by DC to do su- uh, Suicide Squad 2. And Bautista's like, hey, well, where you want me? He actually got on Twitter <laughs> and was like, hey, hit me up. I want in. So, And I'm going to tell you right now, I know this isn't the type of podcast or the bonus episode we usually talk about this right, stuff. But right, I'm going to tell right. you, if James Gunn gets in on Suicide Squad 2. It's going to be good, man. Yeah, it'll be good. Um, anyways, 
So then we have a qualifying match, uh, Miz versus Rusev for the World Cup qualification. And the Miz defeats Rusev via pinfall because Aiden English gets up, distracts Rusev, and... Aiden English is bitch. Bada bing, bada boom. He's a bitch. Rusev yeah. should have won that. Yeah. So what happened afterwards, Lana came out there, kicked him in the nuts, and then Rusev started beating the crap out of Rusev. Then we move into the cutting edge, making its return. Edge comes out. Man, I can't believe he was a 13-time world champion, 13-time world champion. I can't believe that. And his career got cut short because of medical things. So um, he, he did his little comeback or whatever. He was one of the best personalities. Oh, he was. One of the best he personalities. Awesome. Um, uh, well, then, basically, he sits down with Becky Lynch and is talking about her success and blah, 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 blah. And then he tells Becky that he thinks that the way that she's doing things is a bad idea. And she needs to slow it down and mm. reevaluate. Mm-hmm. And then Becky Lynch is like, fuck you. Is like, <laughs> I love who I am and I love doing what I need, what I'm doing. So how about you get out of my ring now? And I was like, bro, I was like this. I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, bro. Ugh. I love the attitude that she has. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Oh, my good. God, bro. It is so amazing. I'm so glad that they're sticking with it and they're not doing something dumb with it. So, oh, my God. It was just it was just crazy, bro. Jesus Christ. Your boy Celeb cannot stop yawning. That's oh, all I've wow. been doing. Left and right. Left and right. Left and right. Um, anyways, so as it usually goes, what happened is... You know, after that happened, Charlotte Flair comes down there and they start looking at each other. And Becky Lynch is holding the belt up, and Charlotte comes in there and attacks her. And then they got this little back and forth thing. Um, I, I, I don't know. It's cool, awesome, but at the same time, it would be even better if y'all stop playing it like Becky's a cowardice champion, and that you know, in the aspect of her like running off with her championship belt, just stop doing that. Stop. Yep. I don't want to see it again. It's ridiculous. Take it to the principal's office. All right. So then we got the so crazy, bro. It finally happened. What? I'm sorry. SmackDown tag team champion ship match. Oh yeah, only because the big show Sheamus No, and Cesaro they cheated. Come out and cheated. Face off the new day and cheated. Big Show's music hits. That's it. He came out and seemed to stalk the bar, but instead he got a hill turn and took out Kofi Kingston. One, two, three. The bar is now SmackDown Tag Team Champions. And I told you, bro, it was going to happen. I told you, bro. But what's funny is that somebody posted this on Twitter. It showed... It showed a picture of Braun Strowman holding up Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler's arms. And it like the quote was like, hey, do you mind if I copy off your homework? And it was like, sure. And it showed the bar and Big Show holding up the bar's <laughs> arms. <laughs> oh, man. But anyways, then we move into John Cena sending his congratulations. Is that ruthless aggression? <laughs> anyways, he wasn't there. He came out with his... Anchor hair. It's like, hey, good job. A thousand episodes. But then we see Rey Mysterio make his return to the ring. 
And he defeats Shinsuke Nakamura via pinfall to qualify for the World Cup. He's going to win it all. You think so? That's my pick right now. Really? Right now. Um, I don't know, bro. I do. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I don't know. I I don't think. Come on, me- you got to pick somebody. Let's go. Oh, man. Somebody. Out of everybody that's in there. It's only like eight. I could see Ray. I could see Ray. I'd rather see Ray than John Cena or Kurt Angle, to be honest. I'm going to vomit if John Cena wins. I probably will. Like, I'll slip my wrist. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how big of a fan people are at, in the uh, in Saudi Arabia about John Cena. I'm sure they're bigger fans uh, than than most of us because I hate John Cena. I do too. Um, but anyways, as I said, uh, you see Rey Mysterio come out do the six one nine frog splash. Uh, it's so good to see him back. Uh, then Undertaker comes out, sends a message. Mysterio celebrated his victory. Bell told uh, the <laughs> man himself, Taker, came up and had a message for Degeneration X. Just three words. Rest in peace. You know, I, I will say this about your 1000 episode of SmackDown. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great bringing back some of the people that really, really let the show go. But, but my boy. But there's a lot of people that should have made an appearance. Thank you. A lot of people who should I thought I thought that I was just being I thought I was being greedy. No, I was like No, no. I mean <sighs> I mean for for the most part you, you, you brought Booker T back for and 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 uh for, for uh Raw? Jerry, Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, and then but but in all reality, um Stoke Steve Austin should have made an appearance. Yeah. The Rock should have been there. I don't care if he's making a movie or not. He I should agree. have been there. I mean, so, Bro- hey, Brock Lesnar should have been there. He dominated SmackDown. It live just while it, he was it there. should have, it should have happened. There should have been more. I mean, this is one thousand episodes, the, a thousand episodes of SmackDown, and it should have been bigger than what it was. I totally agree, bro. Your your, your biggest names were the McMahons and Evolution, which. Triple H is on Raw, basically in all in all reality, and yeah. Randy Orton is on SmackDown. So there there should have been a whole lot more names than what there were. There should have been a whole lot more appearances, and because I would have loved to see Stone Stone Cold Steve Austin talk shit on the mic again. Oh, bro, yeah, and and have the Rock come out there, sit next to Michael Cole and stuff like that. Come on, well, no. see, I look at it like this: it would have been awesome to have Brock Lesnar come out there, his music go off, him come out there, and say, "I dominated Raw." Or I dominated SmackDown, blah, blah, blah. Maybe on Raw now, but SmackDown, you know, I, I really made my presence here. And then, then at that point in time, you hear uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin's music mm-hmm. cut on. Boom, Brian, everybody would have gone crazy. It, it, it would have been. Lost. Are you kidding me? Um, it would have been really good. Yeah. So, anyways, that's our reactions to uh, the week of the 18th, 19th. I'm sorry, 19th. Um, love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to follow us uh, so you can get instant notifications of when the show is uploaded. We're still trying to get the Google Play aspect fixed. We don't know exactly what's going on with it, but some point in time it'll be fixed. Um, and uh, if you usually listen on Google devices, uh, Google devices on on Google Play or whatever else, uh, you can actually check it out at Google Podcast. Uh, the uh, Second Opinion Podcast is there. 
Um, and it's also on Spotify, iTunes, uh, and Cinelinks.com. So thanks for tuning in, guys. Peace out. Peace.